Well, not a very good weekend for your Tampa Bay Rays against the Baltimore Orioles. A disgusting weekend for Rays baseball. Results-wise, what can you do? Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Race podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first uh, listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us anytime. We will have a mailbag episode or episodes coming up this week, Locked On Rays at gmail.com or you can message us uh, directly on social media. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays lose three of four to the Baltimore Orioles from Thursday to Sunday. The Orioles, I think it's fair to say, look like the better, more complete, energized team. Ulysses, what is your big takeaway thoughts or observation from the weekend that was? I will first start with good things, which is... Shout outs to really awesome human beings. Uh, Austin, Ryan, Sydney, Robert, Jesse, and Raymond, all mm. who we interacted on Friday when we went to the game. Uh, and they're awesome people, fans of the show. So that's really cool. Always good to 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 get those vibes. And hey, guess what? Race baseball, you guys are struggling with W's. And when we go to the game, we win. So there's yeah. that race baseball. So, so invite that. us to all the games. Give us free tickets and free parking to all the games. I'm all about it. If you want to win, that's what you got to do. You got to invite myself and Ulysses, which speaking of uh, that game we went to on yeah. Friday, I thought the giveaway was fantastic. Maybe you've had more giveaways and been part of more giveaways than I have. But that was, yeah, you have it right there on YouTube, a replica, a real life Wander Franco bat. That's got to be the best giveaway I've ever seen from the Rays standpoint. And uh, there was much, much uh, fanfare and excitement about that thing. It seemed like uh, people were less invested in the game and more invested of when are we going to get the bats and are are there going to be enough bats for everybody uh, because they weren't going to give the bats out until after the conclusion of the game. And they put that a little bit to, to rest that anxiety um, because I think in the second or third inning, uh, the in-game hosts were like, Hey, there's going to be enough bats for everybody. Good. Good. Don't don't run us out in the seventh or eighth inning because you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the fact that they were actually they're actual bats, it's it's pretty impressive. So I think that's this is the best. This is the best yes. giveaway that they've ever had. So I'm really I'm really happy that um, we were able to go to that game and and get it. So that cheeriness aside, um, on Twitter, uh, anti social media, or as it's bound to be called X. Uh, oh yeah, that's apparently. right. Um, awesome. So I X'd on Saturday after the game. I guess it's not going to be the the verb instead of tweeted. I uh, and I said middle infield, middle 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 bullpen did their job. Fairbanks did not. If you think that this team does not need high leverage options, give me your rose colored prescription. 
you know me. I'm 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 about that cheekiness. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, boy. Uh oh. I cannot understand race fans that are happy clapping like seals in anything. In, in politics, I hate it. I detest it. Uh, in sports, same thing. I don't understand clapping like seals. It's okay to look at numbers and say, this is not working. This is not okay. It's okay to, to, to try to see if there's a better way. Um, I know we all love Pete Fairbanks, uh, the demeanor, his uh, in-game in and, and post-game conferences are always really fun. Um, he says, very smart dude. Um, very like intro coming out yes. uh, at the trop is very well done and very um, uh, j- just very well done by the the in-game media folks. A hundred percent. I love that. They should do more of that stuff. So, yeah, all of that is perfect. Um, so, you know, I, I, I got um, um, a lot of of problems there with that tweet because people are like oh you're 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 ridiculous you know that's he did his job because you know it's all exit velo or there's nobody better than pete fairbanks and all this stuff like yeah you you can't really get the bullpen okay so you know what i don't want to do this but i'm gonna do it anyway out of all relievers with 20 innings or more pete fairbanks ranks by the way this show is based on numbers. We never say something without evidence. And that's the way that I like that we operate the show. Um, we if we're going to have a take, we try to have the evidence right there, um, at least at the moment. Anyway, I'll go back. Out of all relievers with 20 innings or more, Pete Fairbanks ranks 75th in war, in F war at 0.5, 95th in K per nine. That's worse than Jimmy Garcia. 99th in walks per nine. That's worse than Trevor Richards. You might remember him as the Silver Fox, once a Ray. 51st in FIP at 3.05, which is worse than Jeff Hoffman. Who is Jeff Hoffman? A dude that plays for the Philadelphia Phillies that nobody knows about. Okay, cool. He is 77th in left on base percentage. That's worse than X-Ray Ian Gibeau. If you don't remember who Ian Gibo is, well, that's the problem. 227th in innings pitch, which is worse than Jalen Beeks. I love Fairbanks. I love his stuff. I don't think that is a crime to say that there are pitchers out there that are doing better than Pete Fairbanks. It's it should not be illegal to say so, especially when you can read off these numbers that are true. So that that just gets me heated when people just accept the truth without just looking at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Pete Fairbanks is not who you think he is this season. Ah, that's, it. that's a fair point. Uh, we have more to discuss, and I want to touch on that for a little bit longer, but first we have to tell you this. Uh, Do you want 
the chance to win more money with less picks? Of course you do. Well, you need to head over to Sleeper where you can win up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. On Sleeper, you can swing for the fences with up to 100 times payouts. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like and select more or less on their stat categories, such as home runs, strikeouts, hits, triples, stolen bases, and more. So get your picks right, and you could win B-I-G big. So use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Be sure to see Sleeper's terms of use for details, currently operational in over 30 states. So check out Sleeper today. Speaking on Pete Fairbanks, do you put any, I don't want to say blame on the Rays or give him a reprieve for pitching three days in a row. He pitched through 15 pitches one day, 19 pitches the next day, and 21 pitches the day after that against the Orioles. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it has to do something for him going three times in a row for the first time in the season. Um, and I'm sure that uh, that m- must have been tough for his, for his body. I don't think that that's a, a an error on cash and company or, or on him for his performance. It's just, you know, I, I can't relievers should be able to go three times in a row. They should make, I mean, what, what, I, 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 why are we living in this world now that like that is like sacrilegious to go three times in a row? It'd be one thing if like okay that first game he throws thirty four pitches like sure it, it was hovering around fifteen to to twenty. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, 15, 15 pitches. I I believe it's below average on what a pitcher uh, does per inning. Fifteen. So yeah. Maybe not for him, and and then that's a different uh, scenario. But yeah, I don't feel like it's sacrilegious for a reliever to go three times in a row. You know when they'll have to go three times in a row in the playoffs. So yeah, they should be able to do that. Um, so no, I don't think it's an error on 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 Cash and company for for putting him three times in a row. Now, it, could his performance have have had a, a a blip on it because of that? Yeah, sure, but. I also don't understand now, you know, that part of it, like, oh, man, three times in a row, that poor, poor Fairbanks' arm. I don't understand that. And number two, I also don't understand when they're like, oh, well, the ex he got blooped. Yeah, those losses count, you know. Miss the bats. Are you not Pete Fairbanks and you're supposed to miss the bats? Like, I don't understand also that, like, well, he got, he got babbipped. Sure, that sucks. It still counts, you know. It still counts as a loss. Uh, but do you still have more confidence in Pete Fairbanks than Jason Adam at this juncture? Yeah. And that should say a lot of people. Yeah. I I just, I I don't believe in this uh, high leverage option in this bullpen. I really don't. And then, and that's not even, and that's not even putting to attention the fact that Pete Fairbanks apparently can't pitch in the cold, by the way. Yeah. Let's, I'll be really interested to see what happens when October runs around and you may be pitching in Cleveland or New York or Boston or wherever. All these, all these race fans that are Not just Boston, clapping away. All these fans that are just clapping, clapping away. What do you expect to happen in October? 
I mean, I, I don't understand that philosophy of just, of just clapping away and, and, and feeling like everything is fine and dandy. I, I think that's ridiculous. Um, but the, the Rays do have an ace in the hole, and that is Andrew Kittredge. Andrew Kittredge will save the day, folks. He'll do it. <laughs> By the way, he just got uh, shellacked in his third uh, appearance in Durham. Uh, so that's nice. And look, again, those, I mean, obviously that's cheeky because minor league rehabs uh, stats do not matter at all. But yeah, that if you're counting on the savior to be a guy who's coming back from Tommy John, uh, yeah, uh, and, and or Colby White, a guy who's also coming back from Tommy John and has never pitched a single pitch in the major leagues. I mean, these fans that just can't stop doing this, um, they're wrong. They're wrong, and they don't want to admit that they're wrong. This bullpen needs to be better. And how can you not? And this is the thing that bothers me the most. Enter rant. Um, we have a DNA as race fans that it's not only pitching and defense, but bullpens. We yeah. take pride in having excellent bullpens as race fans. These seal clapping race fans do do they not understand? Did, uh, do they not have that history? Do they not see that we have had amazing bullpens, amazing high leverage options that you give them the ball and you know everything is going to be okay? We've had that in the past. We do not have that this year. Zero. Zero. And it's not Pete Fairbanks. It's not Jason Adam. And it's not going to be Kitty. It's not. You need help. And again, awesome for the race front office to, to go get – um Jake Diekman, he's done great. Robert Stevenson, so far okay, you know. Uh, but those are not your high leverage options. There's no Nick Anderson. And by the way, if you tell me, well, Nick Anderson was one in a, in a million, no, you got it for Jesus Sanchez, okay? Yeah. Who's Jesus Sanchez right now? You, there is not one Nick Anderson out there that nobody knows about. I find that very difficult to believe when I just rattled off all those rankings of Pete Fairbanks and none of those are in the top 50. It was uh, an unfortunate weekend for sure. Between the news of Taylor walls and Francisco Mejia heading to the injured list. I don't even know what the rays want to do at this point. Um, I mean, do you just hold the Ford, the, the idea of, Oh, now we got to go all for broke for Shohei Otani. That's definitely not happening. It wasn't happening beforehand, but um, I, I would not be surprised if the trade deadline passes and Rays fans will be very uninspired and unimpressed with the additions. Think uh, small potatoes, if you will. But yeah, it was Saturday. You have what the Orioles getting uh, a five nothing lead off of Shane McClanahan Sunday. Again, uh, an early deficit, thankfully, or in a good vibe sense, the Rays were able to get back Yandy Diaz hitting a home run with a runner on base. Hey, making Ooh. progress there. Um, and then just over the last couple of days, like I guess Ryan O'Hearn is, is the, the drew drew waters of the Royals <laughs> against the Rays. It's just really, really crazy. So yeah, not, uh, not good in the least. The Rays have an off day, which is, is much needed for sure before facing uh, the Miami Marlins. And then uh, they'll have another off day. Uh, before facing the Houston Astros. So um, anything else from this series that you want to touch on? Just uh, not uh, 
not feeling good after going one and three against the Orioles and the Orioles based on the way they played Thursday to Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if they were in the world series in 2023. And we, we put it on the, on, on, on YouTube below. I mean, they are three and six versus Baltimore this year. Not good. The record is now less than 20 games over 500, which is a shame. Um, and they are now two games back in the AL East and they're four and 14 in July. And I, mean, I heard that isn't the worst, that the worst stretch ever. I mean, for, this, for me as a race fan for now decades, I, I cannot remember a race team playing this badly. Uh, unless they're wearing like the green vests, yeah, jer- you know, jerseys like this is bad baseball. And I think, uh, if, if the trend keeps going for this month, this would be the worst month for the whole race franchise, which is like from 08, you know, not the mm-hmm. devil race days, but this would be like the worst month ever for Rays baseball, not devil race baseball for Rays baseball. Yeah, no, it was unfortunate. I mean, when the Rays were at least on Sunday, when they were down five to four, it's like, well, you got to face that Orioles bullpen, not really, uh, or, or it was uh, four to three rather. And then Jason Adam allows that extra run. It's like, uh, now there's really no shot to win. This <laughs> Might as well yeah. go home, pack it up. Let's leave early. Wait, Let's really enjoy that. Kevin. Offer. So wait, as another, as a fan of the team, that's going to be facing a good pelt bullpen. You already knew that it was over. Yeah. Right. I, okay. I, I said this Must be on nice. Friday when we were at the game. And I said it on, I think Thursday that when you're facing the Orioles, you better get your runs in between innings one through seven, maybe innings one through six, because you're not doing anything. I don't think against Cano. You're definitely not doing anything against Felix Bautista. Do you think that other teams, uh, fandoms feel that way about the race this year, about the race bullpen? Oh, we got to show, we got to score off Shane McClanahan and Tash Bradley and glass now, because there's no way we're going to get through Poche, Deekman, Stevenson, and, and and Fairbanks and Adam, oh no, they are just oh, they're a steel strap. I mean, they're based on how this weekend goes, the an opposition like the Orioles, maybe not the Royals or the Athletics or a crap team, they can. Their mindset might be, we can score innings one through nine. We can score whenever. We can score whether your name Shane McClanahan or Jason Adam or Colin Poche or Taj Bradley. It doesn't matter. We'll find exactly. a way to get runs in. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um. Ending things on a positive note, just want to give a shout out to Tampa's own Fred McGriff officially joining and being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. A long time coming. Mm. After 19 seasons in the bigs, he had to wait 10 years on the ballot and then another four years to finally get that um, that enshrinement by the 16-member Contemporary Era Committee. So... Big shout out to Fred McGriff, who grew up in the Carver City area, played at West Tampa Little League. Jefferson High School was actually cut from his uh, high school team from uh, Pop Cuesta as a, I think, a sophomore. Um, kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, Michael Jordan getting cut from his high school team or or Mark Burley or Earl Horstreiser, uh, whichever it may be. But Fred McGriff, again, look at his numbers, uh, really soak in the career and um, and all the memories and moments that he put forth, 493 homers, 1,550 RBIs. He hit 30 or more homers 10 times. He was the first to do so 
for five different teams. That is not easy to do. Again, no. we sometimes poo-poo on guys who play in a lot of different uniforms. It's it's very cool to see one guy play in one uniform for their entire career. But the amount of travel and getting acclimated to new coaches and new clubhouses and new cities and yeah. uh, the family tie-ins, it, he's Mr. Consistent no matter which uniform, which city, which part of the country he's in. There's something to be said for that. And you, you mentioned it, Ulysses, often is – uh, guys don't get a bump for the character clause. It's only used in a negative fashion, but I, it's hard for me to find anybody say, to say a, a negative thing or a negative word about Fred McGriff. He, to me, he seems like a Mr. Just goes about doing his business and in, in an all around good guy in, in an era where there were a lot of, a lot of, uh, poopy people in the league at that point. And, and a lot of guys uh, shooting up one thing or the other. So uh, yeah. there was never a question about him either. And, and I'm really curious to know or see how things may have changed. Um, if he had hit seven more home runs, if he got to 500, oh. you know, I, I yeah. just wonder if he would have had to wait as long as he did to get enshrined. No, the the answer is de a definitely a, a resounding no. He would not have. Um, we all in baseball enjoy round numbers. Five hundred yeah. is definitely one that that will get you in. Um, it should get you in automatically. Gary Sheffield is looking at us with a with a mean look as I say that because he definitely did that. Uh, yes. But it was very cool to see uh, Fred uh, get that, and as he's going on stage. It was very cool. There was uh, they all stand up, and you know he he goes up there. He he, he shakes uh, Griffey's hand, and then benches because he's right there. And then another guy, and then another guy, <laughs> and he just starts handshaking yeah. everybody. He was so happy. He was so excited. He didn't want to leave anybody else uh, behind. It was well, a when you wait cool fourteen moment. years, you really want to savor and enjoy that moment. That's your time to shine. Yeah. I think he had a, a nineteen minute speech somewhere yeah. around there. So yeah. that was, that was big. That was huge. Um, so yeah. And, and what's amazing too is 19 years in the bigs, his average season was 32 homers, 102 RBIs, 284 batting average, 886 OPS, 134 OPS plus. That's, that's unreal, man. That's, Tell me that you wouldn't like to have that in the middle of your yeah. lineup anytime, any day, any year, a hundred percent. No, he was, he was fantastic. And um, you know, Tampa product that, that, that should give us a little bit of a, of a smile on our face and cool thing. He didn't, uh, he didn't choose to, to have any particular hat of a team. Yeah. Uh, so that's on his plaque. So that's, that's pretty cool because, he recognizes that he had enough time in a lot of different places. And I think not a lot of people are going to recognize what you said uh, a few minutes back, which is it's very difficult to just pack up your bags and then perform at the level that you're expected to time and time and time again. How many teams did you mention? Five? Uh well, he's played. He played for one, two, three, four, five, six. He played for six teams. But what he did was he hit thirty or more homers for five different teams. So played for six teams total. So six teams, like that's not that's not an easy thing to do to just like pack your bags and in nineteen years. So what, like an average of three point two 
years in each city. Yeah. You know, it's very, very difficult. And he was able to do that. Um, I think it's, it was a long time coming for him. And, and, and that's awesome. Question, not to be controversial here, but do you think in the general fans, eye, if it means less that Fred McGriff was inducted or elected by the contemporary contemporary era committee, say that five times fast, as compared to the BBWAA ballot. Do you mean like the Hall of Famers themselves or like baseball fans? Um, Both, I guess. I think for Hall of Famers, they don't care. Okay. The Hall of Famer is a Hall of Famer for them. Um, they, they got there. They know how difficult it is. So I, I don't think that, you know, Johnny Bench isn't looking at him like, oh, well, you didn't right. really get, you know, no, I don't think so. Uh, fans, yeah, fans like to, to create like their own Like there's almost narrative. an asterisk or a a black mark, if you will. Not It's yeah. like a negative thing, but it's not the same. It's literally like, not the same as being elected by the, the writers. Yeah, they uh, isn't didn't Harold Baines also get in that way and, and he always gets you know uh, told oh Harold Baines made it you know it's like yeah fans like to to do that but you know what who doesn't care at <laughs> all Fred yeah. McGriff he's in baby he's in that's true he is in uh, he is in um, so Hall of Famer five time All Star three time Silver Slugger nineteen ninety five World Series and a All Star MVP as well. A uh, quick trivia question for you. Uh, we mentioned okay. it, that friend McGriff played for six teams in his career. Can you rattle off those six franchises? Um, okay, 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 okay. Devil Rays. Yes. Dodgers. Yes. Braves. Yes. Um, Montreal. No. Oh, sorry, sorry, Toronto, Toronto. Toronto, correct. I got. I have left. I, I just got two left. Yes. There's like a Midwest team there. Is Chicago one. Cubbies, correct. Okay. Okay. One more, baby. One more, baby. One more. One more. Devil Maybe. Rays, Braves, Blue Jays, X, uh, Cubs, Dodgers. Oh God! Lee. Oh, this is sneaky. It's a sneaky one. He was actually an all-star for this team. How many years did he play for them? Two. Ah, nineteen ninety-one and nineteen ninety-two. So when I was born, born, yeah. Nah, strike three. Okay, San Diego, the Padres. Yeah. <sighs> okay, sneaky. That is a sneaky one. Yes, he played for, uh, by the way, the Devil Rays, the Braves, and the Blue Jays five years apiece. And then the Padres three years, Chicago two years, and one season with the Dodgers where he hit, uh, or he played 86 games, of course. Uh, He wasn't going to hit 30 or more homers with the Dodgers in 80 or six games, uh, (laughs) not at that point. But again, shout out to him. Uh, He is part of a long list and a long line of great players from the Tampa Bay area and actually just in the the Tampa area that that West Tampa area has produced a lot of uh amazing amazing players so by the way now that you have got yourself your own Wander Franco bat people uh-huh. are just asking when will Kevin put the bat 
on his backdrop. I can see the comments fluttering. Yes, we are working on it. Uh, Going to have to try to have some sort of contraption to maybe hang it up over the cork board. That's probably okay. the idea, some sort of, uh, I, I don't even know what it's called, but something where I can place it evenly, horizontally, and have it uh, sitting there, which if you notice the cork board behind me, it's still a little sparse there. So if you want to send uh raise gear, memorabilia, what have you, uh, 5335 A Street, Zephyr Hills, Florida, 33542. Attention, Kevin Weiss. That is very, very important. So anything that you may have that you think would be a good uh, add-on to the cork board or even the – I'd maybe be willing to install it into the wall back there like I'm going to do with the bat. Um, you have the address right there. So uh, so, and, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show yeah, of course um so there there is that but yeah no that was an awesome awesome giveaway i'm not sure how much it couldn't have been cheap for the raise to produce that giveaway but raise marketing team promotions team more I thought of dex imaging would have bought this oh right? yeah they probably yeah because there's dex imaging who knows that the 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 CEO of, of Dex Imaging may be the owner of the Rays at some point. You never know. That, <laughs> that could happen. Yeah. But, um, no, it, you need more things like that. Just saying. So, yes. uh, home run for the Rays on that end. In the meantime, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow.